ASI, episode 62. In a Thanksgiving season, giving thanks for one more day of freedom. One more week of freedom. One more month of freedom. There are days I might not make it. There are days I might start breaking. Will we ever be in the clear from temptation? There are times I feel Some Foo Fighters, uh, the new album that's out in the clear. ASI247.org is the website for this this uh, excursion that we're on here. This audio excursion, we'll call it an excursion. Okay, Google, what's an excursion? Explosion, a violent and destructive shattering or blowing apart of something, as is caused by a bomb. No, no, Google, not, not an explosion. Google, what is an excursion? Excursion, a short journey or trip, especially one engaged in as a leisure activity. As a leisure activity, see that? <laughs> is this a leisure activity? I don't know. Um, it's not an explosion. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know where your mind's going. Don't. Don't go there. Stop. Stop right now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is a... I am encouraged today. I uh, wanted to share with you a post by a dude on NoFap Christians. And he even said I could use his post on the show, which is awesome, too to get people's permission to share stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to do that. Um, my name is Russ Shaw, by the way. Uh, Russ at ASI247.org is my email address. Um, NoFap Christians is a subreddit of the website Reddit. So, if you start yourself a Reddit account, you can participate in the ultimate challenge, right? On NoFap or NoFap Christians, which is uh, NoFap Christians, is another subreddit that I'm uh, I'm talking about today. I encourage you to join, man. I encourage you to get in there, be a part of this, and uh, maybe this. Uh, I'm going to read this, and, and it, it's encouraging for me because it shows 
some of the, uh, you know, there's so much energy around people wanting to know this magic formula or can you just tell me the the self-discipline thing that I need to do and then once I do that thing, I'll be free from this, right? Like, just give me the magic pill or the magic phrase or the magic thing that I need to know, right? The discipline that I need to do and then I'll do that and I'll be free from this thing and that's not how it works, right? A lot of that stuff really works on the surface and it works well and I'm not knocking it, all right? I taught some of that stuff and I still do um, bouncing your eyes, right? Not drinking in an image of a woman uh, physically that's not going to go to places that you know are, right? Uh, one of those, especially if you're married, all right? And it's not yours. So don't drink that image of that person in. Like walking on the street on a billboard and an ad, learning the self-discipline of bouncing your eyes. That's a big one. Um, for me, one of the things I talk about in the show is uh, Ephesians 6, Right, the shield of faith. Uh, My friend uh, Stephen Kewen talking about the belt of truth, not believing lies, right? Because that thing's going to come and start lying to us. Um, With my metaphor, the the fiery arrows that are shot into the mind, and you know, old porno movies that pop up in your head, stuff like that, right? They just like trying to get something to start a fire in your mind that you can't put out once it's inflamed. So, you know, learning to see some of those uh, fiery arrows come in. The shield of faith is is a metaphor that Paul uses in the full armor of God, helping us, you know, understand how to, how to fight this thing, how to fight the, uh, you know, the onslaught of the devil himself. (laughs) So that's one of, that's one of the things that's really helped me is, um, you're going to think about stuff. I don't think that every cognition that fires up in your brain necessarily comes from you. And maybe it does. Maybe it's somewhere in your biomechanical, fleshy system that still has this appetite, like a like a vampire's thirst for blood, right? This wanting to get off and, and seeking out some excuses how to do that. Those little thoughts come firing into your mind. You learn how to snuff them out. That was one of the big things for me. Thinking about something else, um, doing other things, activities, uh, stuff like that. So, But again, these are surfacey kind of things. These are surfacey disciplines. They're sort of uh, on the surface here, right? Um, getting rid of your porn collection. All right, getting rid of your cloud porn connection, whatever it is, uh, throwing it out, deleting all of it, get rid of it. It's another one. But what about the the things under the surface? I had a, I'll use this metaphor once again, but it, it's just good for those of you who are new listeners. Um, I had an ant problem in my house. These little black ants that are called odorous house ants or sugar ants. Um, they like moisture and they like to be around sugar. So I had a hard time getting rid of them, real hard time getting rid of them. And the exterminator, I talked to exterminator guy that I knew and, I, and he said, he said, Russ, you have to go after the queen. There's like multiple queens. There could be one in your bathroom, one in your kitchen. You got to go after the queens because if you don't, you're going to spend a bunch of money on traps, on sprays, and it'll never get rid of the problem. You have to go for the queen. And I thought, that's brilliant, right? When it comes to fighting addiction, that's a brilliant metaphor. And it's 
getting into season three, right? The results, we want to see results, but what does that look like? Um, before I read his post, I wanted to, uh, another thing I wanted to say about, <clears throat> about perseverance. Um, if there's any surface kind of thing that you know, some people have asked me about, like, is there, what was the kind of surface thing that you did or self-discipline thing? Uh, if you had one thing that you could say on the surface, right, that uh, that you could point to that really helped see some change in this area, what would it be? And for me, that was really perseverance. Like, you get knocked down, you get back up. And, and that's a big part of um, disarming a relapse, right? If you do relapse, you get back up. But before you relapse, like that's the thing, is these are some of these disciplines that get to the point where, man, that thing's creeping up on you. What are you going to do about it, right? It's coming to tap on your shoulder. What are you going to do about it? After a while, that's one of the things that, you know, I've said before is this thing used to be an 800-pound gorilla standing behind me. Now it's more of a chihuahua kind of nipping at my leg. But it still nips at my leg, right? I mean, just uh, over the weekend, my... I was alone, my family left, that's where my temptation is, is when I'm alone, because I've got, you know, my wife and the kids, and now the kids have moved out, and my wife goes out with a friend or something, I'm left alone in the house, and, and that stupid little thing that used to tap me on the shoulder, dragged me to the friggin' screen, right? Now it's just, uh, it, it's this chihuahua thing, but it's still like a friggin' kick it aside, gosh. Like, there it is, just chawing at me, right? Just, yeah, no, right? <laughs> Get out. Right? No, I'm not. That's that's what the progression can go. Does it all go away and you're never tempted again? No, I don't think that's realistic, man. But your want-tos change. Hopefully there's some hope in that for you. But again, man, perseverance get back up. You get knocked down the fifth time, the 50th time, the 15,000th time you get back up. All right? What do you do? That's right. You get back up. So here we go. I'll read, uh, I will read uh, my fellow Fapstronaut friend's text text? It's not a text. It's a post on Reddit. Subreddit, NoFap Christians. Here we go. So here it is. I'll share this with you. It's from Anton underscore NoFap Christian. To be completely honest, deep inside, I don't mind a relapse to be a sign of me getting out of balance. Yes, I always feel awful after I relapse. But on the other hand, it's a great chance to see where I didn't take the steps that allowed me to stay strong, clean, and sober. But what bugs and aggravates me is that I've always used to binge like I'm insane after I realized that I want PMO out of my life. PMO, by the way, is a no-fap term for pornography masturbation, and orgasm. Um, after I made it five months of sobriety, my relapse was either PMOing or MOing about 13 times within a day. 
Wow. Uh, when this is, and this is all because I always instantly go to the shame and guilt phase, and don't, and don't take the chance to see where I brought myself out of balance, and how the relapse came as a natural consequence to it, and how come that now when I know and thank God for knowing that there's absolutely no pleasure in PMO and that it's only a spiritual suicide, I go into shaming myself and not being happy to be reminded of it once again, question mark? Yes, there are always natural consequences and it's inevitable that we will feel down for a few days after we act out. But by binging after relapse, I always make myself start over from ground zero. So this is my promise to all of you. If I relapse, I will be giving a detailed report of what will take place after it. I'm writing here and saying it as a vow before the icon of Jesus Christ. Because again, to be absolutely honest, I'm not that scared of a relapse itself, but I'm constantly terrified of binging that is most likely the binging that is most likely going to come afterward and during which I completely destroy both myself and the progress I've made. I thank God for being aware now what I should really look out for. You have my word, brothers. Let's keep walking together. God bless us all. Um, I love that, and I share that with you because this is a cat who's thinking outside the box, all right? Um, looking at a relapse as a a way to learn from his mistakes, right? From his relapse, from his sin, even. Um, one thing, I guess, that I would say after reading that is the piece of scripture that really helped me is uh, 2 Corinthians 7.10, where... Um, the Apostle Paul is telling the Corinthians, who are a very jacked-up sexual culture, all right? Um, these guys. Um, and Paul said that, you know, it's godly uh, regret, right, that leads to conviction. It leads to heart change. It leads to repentance, right? I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm going by memory. But basically what he was saying is that you know, there's a, there's a godly kind of, of regret or sorrow. It's translated as sorrow, regret, even guilt in some translations. Um, and then there's there's the worldly kind of regret. And that's what he says in there. He says, worldly regret or worldly guilt leads to death. So, and not good death, all right? It's just, it just leads to more sorrow, more shame. See, shame and guilt are two different things. Shame is something that the devil does to us to try and make us uh, distracted or keep us feeling like we're a piece of crap or a piece of dirt or that we're not redeemable. Um, that's that's not what, right? Even It goes all the way back to Genesis, you know. I mean, the first thing that God says is, you, you, did you eat off the tree and who told you you were naked, right? Actually, first he says, who told you you were naked? That shame thing came in before any of God's right uh, 
rule, you know, God's consequences came down on them. They had shame before that. They're like, he's, he's, God says, okay, who told you you were naked? They, they're covering themselves, covering their shame. Um, so again, uh, shame is something dark. Um, don't use shame. The devil uses shame to destroy your identity in Christ and that's the truth. So I guess I would say that about it. But what I really liked about that post is that he is is working out some of that under the surface, right? He's going after some queen ants there with that post. And uh, I, I, I'm proud of him for that. I, I, I challenge some of you other folks out there who are listening to to, to take his lead and start to think about um, where you go, why we do the things we do, and what, you know, how, how does shame and guilt play into that? Um, where, where are we going to be a month from now? Um, thinking about that, what, what kind of a plan do you have, right? Uh, the, these are things to, to be mindful of. One of the things I'm mindful of that that really helped me was is gratitude. I'm thankful for the things in my life more than getting bummed out about stuff or feeling like I'm a piece of crap. Again, that's that shame monster that creeps in and tries to bring me back, right? And um, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Thought that was awesome. Again, Russ at ASI247.org. Um, my Reddit handle is Russell ASI. On, uh, on Reddit, so getting a text message. There's this passage in uh, Matthew 23. The whole chapter is basically Jesus. Uh, it's a, basically a rant on self-righteous religion, right? <laughs> aimed aimed at the self-righteous religious people of his day, which I thought was uh, interesting. Anyway, so in in this right emotionally charged talk that Jesus is uh, is having with the Pharisees he says uh, he says you're like a he, he says you're you're so concerned with the outside of the cup this is about 25 verse 25 26 you know you're being concerned with the the outside of the cup when the inside of the cup is is dirty right why don't you be more uh, concerned with the inside of the cup? rather than the outside of the cup looking shiny right on the surface and and I thought that was brilliant and that's very true about uh, about right the fact that we're all sinful human being creatures and we all need him that's why Jesus came um, John I think it's 16 or or 17 you know Jesus is, is pleading right kind of kind of pleading with the religious elites of his day that, you know, hey, th- this is about me, right? These scriptures are about me. Like you, you study them day and night and you miss me, right? You need, you need me. I'm here. The kingdom of heaven is here. It's right here. I have brought it, you know? Um, so I, I hope that encourages you as well, that God loves us more than we can fathom and that's why he came into this world not to condemn us but to save us through him 
So uh, I, I love you guys, man. That's This is heart change stuff. This is the stuff that when I was able to really understand it down deep and process it and realize that God does delight in and loves me, as messed up as I was slash am, right? I'll leave you with this. Uh, this is on the top of my faith page. If you go to the website, asi247.org, you click on the uh, faith tab. And I have a, a number of Bible studies and stuff like that on there. Um, there's also a few for uh, a few for your version Bible app as well, if you have a mobile device. But anyway, so here's here's the one of the top things that I have at the top of the page. It's from the Message translation. It's Luke sixteen nine. I want you to be smart in the same way, but for what is right using every adversity to stimulate you to creative survival, to concentrate your attention on the bare essentials so you'll live, really live, and not complacently get by on good behavior. See, God's not after our begrudging submission. He's after our joy and our life and our running free. Um, toxic shame is part of the problem. It's thinking on it, dwelling on it, thinking that God is somehow, you know, just shaking his head in disappointment of you. That's it, it, just not true. If you click on the uh, first things first, it's about grace um, page. I have uh, the whole Ephesians 2 on there, some other stuff on grace. But this is one of those things that's really really important that uh, the devil will try and, you know, make us believe that we have to earn it somehow, right? Earn our, our love, right? Earn our place with God. Um, and, and this is uh, pushing away that belief, that lie that, that the enemy tries to get us to believe. Um, this is Ephesians 2, starting in verse 8. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not yourselves, not of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but is a gift of God. Not because of works. Not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do. So no, no one can pride himself or take God's or take glory into himself. That is from the amplified version of the Bible. Um, and that's true. And when you relapse, and this is one of the things that I remembered looking back and this started to turn the wheels of freedom in my own mind when I did relapse I remembered that point of grace and how that was the truth that I had the grace of God and that that life real freedom and real life and real love is living without this monster following me around and without the the shame without the you know, these urges to go to that surface place for the immediate release of whatever it was I was craving. Um, 
I love you guys. I mean that sincerely. I'm going to leave the show right there. I want to pray real quick before I end. I just feel led to do that. Lord, somebody's hearing this and, and I just pray that they would press into you, that you are a kind, loving, generous father, that you're maybe not the earthly father and maybe some of that relationship is tied in, um, that God is a loving, perfect, gracious father. And that he does love us and that he is near, Lord. I pray that you would encourage and stir them to press into you. To talk on a deeper level with you. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you for your love and your wanting to be in tight, tighter, more intimate relationship with us. That we're never really alone. And that you do love us and delight in us. Thank you for your grace and for your unmerited favor. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen. I'll leave you with a song called uh, Grace by a guy named Steve Fee, uh, who had his own troubles and uh, through his waking up uh, wrote this song. I love you guys. I mean that sincerely. Till next time. Bye. It's the one thing that I need the most when I stumble and fall. It's reaching out to defend me when I don't deserve it at all. It covers up my sin and all my guilty states. Yeah. It's coming down from the giver of goodness and mercy and love It's a gift from the Savior, it's free and it's more than enough It's every breath I breathe, it's breaking me from my chains Yeah, grace Yeah.
That is Steve Fee, ASI247.org. Click on the music tab, and right there you can uh, download the songs that you hear on the podcast. Um, Another thing, donations. If you could donate to help push back some of the, the darkness and the coldness of this thing called sexual addiction that has the the power to ruin so many lives if if you would like to give towards that uh towards that journey from sexual addiction to sexual integrity um i would encourage you to 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 give to this this here ministry giving is down and the demand on my time and and resources is is rising so um giving helps uh, I pray that uh, if you feel led that you would go to the website ASI247.org and, and give a donation. Um, it can free your soul, man. Uh, even if you don't give to me, there's a, there's something about this habit of generosity that changes our consuming um, habits. So I love you guys. I mean that sincerely. If you don't give to me, give to someone. Right, that's something you can do this week. Uh, until next time, um, keep me in your prayers. I'll be praying for you. Bye. <laughs>